0: This is a variety show with no particular niche. Baby, it's always about hanging out. Maybe we'll laugh at some stuff. Maybe we'll learn something new. But it's always about hanging out, me and you. Welcome back to That Thing with James, the podcast. I'm your host, James I said the podcast at the end because I'm just broadening I'm just going to use the that thing with James label as something cuz I'm already using it as something uh um uh, for because I've branched out into other stuff that frankly I, I uh well oh, fuck it I'll say it I'm more interested in stuff I'm more interested in you know making art um and I'm like well, I've already got this label, small though it may be, I've already got this label, this brand, uh, TTWJ, which stands for That Thing with James. And uh, I figured, why not just use that? Why not call my creative, um, m- m- my eggs that I birth, my-, my creativity eggs that I hatch, why not label those as TTWJ Productions, because they are produced by me, and I've already got the that thing with James. I mean, that's the name of my YouTube channel, and if you are a listener, and if you didn't know, this very show and my other creative eggs that I have hatched, and the ones that are coming to hatch sooner than later, hopefully... Those are on my YouTube channel, which is called That Thing with James. It would be really cool if uh, if you're not already, if you went ahead and subscribed to that. I'm so close. I'm so close to getting to 100 subscribers, and that's the goal I'm shooting for, simply so I can claim a suffix. For the URL for my channel. So you could type in something like youtube.com slash ttwj, and then it would take you to my page. And instead of like right now, it's a bunch of random, you know, characters, not code, but characters, which are made of code. Anyway, uh, yes, welcome back to the show. It has yet again been another little short um, break that I was glad to take instead of the alternative, which would have just been killing myself. Not literally, not literally. I mean that as a figure of speech of like wearing myself into the ground because that would not have done anyone any good. So... Um, I'm back, and boy, last night, last night, I thought of a topic for this episode, and it was so good. It was really good. Like, what was I doing? I think... Uh oh, it came to me as I was watching for the first time blue velvet. Womb. I had somehow never seen blue velvet, and I'm a fan of David Lynch. Fuck, I'm wearing a Lynch-inspired shirt right now. It's a crossover between David Lynch and another favorite of mine. Uh check it out with Steve Brule, Doctor. Steve Brule. Um, But yes, last night I was watching Blue Velvet and it came to me. The topic for this episode is something that I do not fucking remember. I even forgot what it was last night. It was so good. It was so good. I was like, I don't even need to write this down. I think it had something to do with history, like an interesting part of history that you're certainly not going to find in textbooks, especially because most of them are made in Texas. I won't get into that. Um, It was something to do with history, and I forgot what it was. Even by the time I went to bed last night, I I was racking my brain trying to remember what the hell it was, and it would not come back. I I couldn't remember even vaguely what it was or what it was related to beyond, you know, history in, in, in some capacity. So I went to bed hoping maybe it will come to me in a dream, or maybe it will, you know, click back into place because it felt like a really good topic. Maybe it will come back to me tomorrow upon waking, upon my second cup of coffee. Maybe I will remember it before I hit record because it was so good. And you know what? I still don't remember what it was. I have no idea (laughs) what I intended to talk about. So I guess this will be... Mm, more of a personal rundown. Yes, another personal rundown. But I frankly, I enjoy these kinds of episodes because the way I like to approach life is as a kind of a dual thing, um, one, one way to help one way to help sort of contextualize and absorb and function in life is to, as I, you know, mull over it in my mind, like, mem- like remembering things, as, as I mull over the events of uh, recent past or even distant past, I tend to frame it as a sort of narrative, a story, a story because I'm a writer. But honestly, everyone, I'm sure there's people who don't do this, but a lot of people, and this was one of the things I learned in college, in my minor, studying communication studies, um, that people sort of experience, many people sort of experience life as a narrative, and as they are the protagonist and perhaps the narrator. And again, this, I'm sure it doesn't apply for everybody, but a lot of people do this, whether they realize it or not, because the way we make sense of things is through stories. We create stories. We tell ourselves stories. We make sense of our uh, immediate, our past, and predict our future as stories. And we are characters in our own Story, right? Um, and so there's that. So I I contextualize and make sense of things as if it were a story, and through that try to find some kind of perspective, which leads to the second part. Where's the lesson? Where's the lesson? Because life always packs its inherent chaos, challenges, struggles. And it's up to you, the person experiencing your experience, it's up to you to try to figure out some type of perspective and to figure out what purpose that perspective, uh, what role that perspective plays, what purpose it, it serves to you. And for me... When I am looking at the stories of my life, I try to find lessons. Um, The reason being is that, one, it keeps me functional. Because otherwise, I might very well just get caught, and this happens time and time and time again, I'll get caught in a loop of despair. (laughs) And it's very easy to do that. And it's necessary to get caught in loops of despair, I feel. Because hopefully you get out of the loop, come through on the other side, and uh, you're a bit uh, stronger, tougher, more resilient, having gone through the bullshit yet again. Yet again. So... I did not get to record, well, I I could have, I could have, but I chose to not record a podcast episode or even a Minor Tensions episode last week because I needed time to work through a spiral of misery. Some stuff happened. Some stuff happened. Some family stuff happened. Um, Nobody died. Nobody died. But they came close to it. And this just, it, it was one thing. There's a lot of facets that I will not get into on this. I'm not going to get into it on this, but there are a lot of concerns, especially because it's family, you know, and some things happened and it caused a lot of um, uh, emotions and a lot of sort of upheaval with things. And it, for me personally, it triggered a lot of past things, past pains, old wounds were opened again. That's sort of a thing. And I had to work through some darkness. And on top of that, you know, of course, it's not just one uh, challenging thing that happens at a time. These things happen all at once. Everything fucking seems to happen in waves, doesn't it? You'll have nothing, 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 and then everything, everything, everything all at once. And that's kind of what happened. So this very near, very near and avoidable family tragedy almost happened, or, or did happen. This near tragedy happened. And so that happened. And then my doggy, my doggie had to uh, go get his balls chopped off, which apparently... I I may have um, confused a few people on on Facebook by making a joke about it. I guess uh, at least one person thought that I was genuinely against uh, spaying and neutering of animals. I am telling you right now, I am not against that. I am for whatever will guarantee the best possible life experience for any creature on this planet and off. Um, But I made a joke saying uh, this poor pup, uh, he he took his balls, it's forced, they took his balls, it's forced feminization, this is the Democrat agenda, this is what the liberals want. (laughs) They want to force feminize your dogs. Uh, And I thought that was pretty funny, but I guess I should have put um, satire you know, a satire label on it. So yeah, if you read that and you thought I was genuinely against neutering, uh, dogs, I'm not against it. That was just making fun of, um, insane people, insane people. And, uh, hmm. let me take a drink of water real quick, just a second. So the doggie had to go get the balls chopped off. So that was going on on top of already, um, slogging through a lot of internal darkness and a lot of like, uh, you know, family issues. I did do a little bit of elder care, but also just do a lot of, um, you know, being there for some people and also needing people to be there for me. And, Dog gets his balls chopped off. And then I'm like, okay, I just I just need to be alone. I just need everyone to just stop. I need the world to just pause, just mute, just hold on a goddamn second. I need to gather myself because I'm spiraling out and I am not going into the pit again. I've been in the pit long enough time and time and time again I'm not the same person. I'm not going to keep doing that. I don't want that. So I just need things to just chill the fuck out for a moment. Okay. So I get a morning. Things have calmed down. The dog's back. Finally, it's, I'm like, okay, this, my intention for this day, whatever day, well, I think it was like Tuesday or something. Um, I was like, all right, my intention for this day is to be unfazed, to be unshakable. Um, I'm just going to create my own peace here. I'm not going to plug my ears and go la-la-la-la-la because that's not healthy either. But I'm intentionally not going to let things phase me or knock me off balance today. And then I find out, fuck, I have one week to... (laughs) To notify my apartment complex of whether or not I am going to renew my lease in my current apartment. I thought I had at least an extra 30 days and was going to get on that. But it turns out uh, this place wants more than 30 days notice. And I already signed a contract agreeing that I would uh, notify, you know, on their terms And so that, uh, that was like the final straw. I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. I fell apart. Um, because if you've been listening to this show for like the past year, then you have heard consistently, you have heard me griping about my very loud downstairs neighbors. Now I, this is not the first time I've had loud neighbors at all I've had plenty of loud neighbors I've been the loud neighbor before like when I was an extremely constantly drunk college kid and I've had different sorts of loud neighbors loud upstairs neighbors loud downstairs downstairs neighbors loud next door neighbors but none of them were as consistently and as particularly fucking insufferable as my current downstairs neighbors. I don't know what is wrong with these people. There's one guy who's been living down there who (laughs) the apartment complex, the management only just learned about by accident this dude is definitely dealing out of the apartment so there's always new faces and every single night and every single day it's like all day every day with uh, you know uh, the rare respite here and there like today so far fortunately it's been quiet but for example last night like on until midnight while i'm trying to watch blue velvet I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but there's like ten people downstairs, and and these are people like in their forties. It's a, such a weird fucking mix, and they've just got the weirdest dark kind of vibes about them. Um, and it's like it's not like they're a bunch of fucking meth heads, although I'm there are definitely some fucking users in the mix here. But it's also like you know. Uh, appearance wise they look like clean well-adjusted people bringing their children over like is it's like a weird mixture of children who don't look fucking dirty it's these like kids nice new clean clothes i mean not not wealthy by any means but it's nice nice new clean clothes and they're going to school and the parents seem pretty clean But then you'll also get the random fucking pill head in the mix. And then, uh, you know, at night, every fucking night, especially on work nights, they're up past midnight going, -ah, wow, yeah, like I'm not even exaggerating. I mean, literally howling like wolves, literally howling like wolves on most fucking nights. It's so bizarre. And we've notified fucking management, unlike other other tenants around, have complained, like, these people are a fucking menace. A menace. And even, like, the super on the property, he fucking knows about it, and he talks about it, but then, you know, the company, the owning company, I I don't know, it's just they don't do anything about it. They don't, there's not much they can do about it, I guess. Um, but it's fucking weird. And it's been, so the initial lease, when I first moved in here, um, I had a six month lease cause I was like, I need to just get on my feet. And then by the end of that lease, I was like, I'm just now getting on my feet. This, this has taken some time because I had to get through, um, you know, I had to shake off the ice from the ice storm still. And, and, um, so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll renew for another year and, uh, we'll see what's up with that, uh, at the end of that year. Well, it's the end of the year now. And suddenly I realized, fuck, fuck, Fuck! I have not found like a house to rent, and things have gotten worse in the uh, economics of the world, and sp- certainly in the housing crisis. Rents are fucking skyrocketing like never before, and um, it's suddenly less and less and less feasible to survive in these United States of America the God-given most free country in the history of the universe amen brother and um i i'm like i, I I I, I want to renew, like, I, I can't deal with this fucking stress of, like, having to find a house that I really cannot afford right now in a week, you know, that's fucking impossible, and, um, well, I can't fucking continue to live above these people anymore, so I I did some asking, I did some asking, because I've ingratiated myself here, with, uh, you know, people in power, because I've got the charm. And uh, i asked, is there any other open units that I could like transfer into? And sure enough, there is. And I just know, had I asked to transfer After the initial, like the very beginning six-month lease, a good unit would not have been open. I had to go through all this shit. Just, I, I, I just feel it. I just know it. I've got the lockdown on a good place, in a good building, with good neighbors, the vibe. I've scouted it out a few times. I've done recon at different times of the day. Not like, you know, creeping on the people, looking in their windows and shit, but just checking the vibes of the area. And it is, it it feels right. And the dog, every time I take him out to pee, he always heads to this exact spot and I didn't realize it but for months when I'd take the dog out to pee he would sniff and sniff and sniff and walk and walk and walk before he would poo or do anything like he was just drawn by the nostrils to this spot to this one building in particular he likes it there and then it occurred to me yesterday actually prior to the day I'm recording this I'm, I'm recording this right now on Sunday, August 28th, 2022 at 1.03 PM central time United States of North America. Um, it occurred to me, wait a second, the dog, I'm going to be moving into the building that the dog has always been attracted to. And then I thought back to when I was first scouting this place out before I signed any in the initial contract a year and a half ago. I was like, I just one side of the property felt more right to me, more more peaceful to me than the other. And I've currently, for the past year and a half, been living in the other, and I feel it. I feel it now especially going back to the other side the peaceful side i can feel the contrast so it feels like things are about to uh, lighten up things are about to lighten up and I let me take another drink of water and figure out where the hell i'm going with this maybe this is the thread i need to follow here Per my demographic especially now this is not the oppression Olympics, okay? But per my demographic, I feel I have been consistently through a lot of shit. I've been through a lot of shit that there's of course people who have been through more shit than me. This is not the oppression Olympics. But when I look at uh, like a lot of say, you know, contemporaries or comparables in my demographic, I've been through a lot of shit that a lot of people don't go through their whole lives already, and I'm 34, and um, and that's okay. I'm, I'm not trying to say better or anything like that. It's just that perhaps you too have been through a lot of shit that a lot of that you know it's like you ever ask yourself like does anyone else have to deal with this much shit all the fucking time your entire fucking life it makes you feel a little bit crazy it makes you feel a little unlucky sometimes like am i fucking cursed have you ever asked yourself that if you have email me at that thing with James at gmail.com. I want to hear your moments where you've asked yourself, and man, that would be a fun episode. I'd really like to share that commiserate with you. Have there been times in your life where you just sat and you finally got a moment alone and you sat and thought, how fucking unlucky am I? Am I cursed? Why is this happening? Why does this keep happening? That's sort of a thing. Even if you are the type of person like yours truly, who actively tries to break out of certain cycles, like toxic cycles in your life, you're like, you're very conscious of, um, perhaps the role you might play in having and always finding yourself in these shit situations. Even beyond that, even if you do that, even if you are successfully and effectively breaking out of cycles, it's like the universe just brings its fucking hand out and smashes you like a fly again saying, nah, I'm not done with you yet, motherfucker. If you've ever felt like that, Please share. Yeah, email it to me. That thing with james at gmail.com. So, it feels... I've been through this time and time and time and time and time and time and time again. And I'm like, if this is going to keep happening, if this is going to keep happening no matter fucking what, there's one thing that I will not abide. And that is feeling like shit feeling miserable feeling beset upon i don't like to feel like that i don't want to feel like that i'm sick of feeling like that i want to thrive in some way in some capacity i want to get better and better and better at like you know living life at thriving in some way and that doesn't necessarily mean like rolling in fucking riches but just thriving and you know feeling okay um, not feeling miserable, that is. And so that's something I had to learn myself. And it's like, maybe how can I contextualize all these awful things that keep happening and just, or annoying things that keep happening over and over and over again? How can I contextualize it? And I think now it just occurs to me, that's the whole sort of question about uh, Buddhism. You know, that's the whole thing of Buddhism is that uh, life is suffering and the suffering comes from wanting. The neighbors are loud. I want them to be quiet. And 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 then, you know, I even do that. I even do that. You have to find this balance. You have to find this um, yin-yang balance here of action and uh, accepting, right? You have to figure out what you can do and what's outside of your control. And if something is in your control, act on it so that you're not so complicit in your own suffering. So I have accepted and, you know, stopped trying to do so much. For example, say in regard of um, really fucking like the worst neighbors I've had. Um, And in terms of like noise, you know, constant, constant fucking noise. Even when I try to, even when I do get in Zen zone, it's like, it just crashes in. So now I had this opportunity open up, which initially seemed like a fucking mess, which is fuck my lease is up. My lease is up this, everything's just crashing down all at once. Again, I can't get a break. I can't get ahead. And anytime I do try to get ahead in some way, it's like life just, you know, yet again, reaches in with its hand and pops me right in the fucking nose. What initially seemed like a fucking disaster turned into an opportunity because I was willing to say, This sucks. This sucks. Wait a second. Wait a second. Instead of getting sucked into the vortex of, of darkness, why don't I just fucking, you know, dig my heels into the ground real quick, no matter fucking what I'm going to dig my heels in, not let the cyclone pull me in and look around and say, what avenue do I have open? right now, no matter how fucking limited, what can I fucking do right now? And right now, I'm going to close this episode off and I'll carry this on over. I'll carry this conversation over to the bonus episode. And if you would like to hear that, you are invited, if you're not already, to become a patron at patreon.com slash that thing with James. Um becoming a member will get you access to full access to all bonus episodes, all the ones I've recorded and released to date, and all the ones I make forward, you know, per month. It's like a monthly donation thing. Patreon.com slash that thing with James. And not only will it grant you access to the bonus episodes, it will also, depending on which tier you choose, and I've you know done what I can to make it affordable. Um you know, it's like five dollars to get in. That's it. Five bucks will get you in. That'll get you all the bonus episodes but if you want to donate like 10 or more, you can get shouts out uh, either, you know, text in like the episode description. I can shout you out verbally. And then at the top, top, tippy top tier, which no one's selected and I don't, I'm not, I don't blame them. Um, I will hand write and snail mail to you a personal thank you letter. Uh, so once again, patreon.com slash that thing with James. And to those of you who are already patrons, thank you you rock. Um, and I mentioned the email, that thing with james at gmail.com. Um, I, I would love to hear your stories of like, why does this keep fucking happening to me? If that thought's ever crossed your mind, if you've ever had struggles where it's like, you try to get ahead, you try to achieve something, and it seems like it's verboten. By the universe. Um, send me your stories or if you have ideas, a topic you'd like me to, you know, get into on an episode, email it to me. That thing with at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. My handle on those are is at James J. Asher. And then you can find me on TikTok where I'm sharing some of my creative eggs. I'm also sharing them on my YouTube channel as well, uh, on TikTok it is at TTWJ Productions, and what else? I have a subreddit, and I very much welcome shit posts. The sub is r/slash that thing with James. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you stick around for the rest of the conversation. I love you. Bye.